0: You know how people say that money changes you and then why is wiser people come in and say that no it really doesn't. It just exposes who you really are and that's just it. And lately I think I've just been resonating with that so much. Um, in a sense, in, in a different way than I was saying it before. Because, okay, for example, just a random example from what happened today and what made me think of this right before I started recording. Like I was looking at clips of uh, the Kardashians on the internet. And I'm here thinking of how these people are so rebellated in a way that um there's actually a trend with people that grew up with very rich parents. You know, Robert and Chris were really rich and old money. Rich, and of course, there are so many factors at play for their family why they are where they are. Like, obviously, they can be like regular, but then it was just something that got me thinking that, well, having money as a parent, you know, what that means to your kids, what that means to your immediate family like, it has so much impact, but of course, it does. It's money, right. And I don't know why lately it's been it's been something on my mind, but these are things that should be obvious. And thinking of it now, it's like, why am I even talking about it? But yes, and it just makes me thinking about it makes me a little sad, knowing that there's some people who really can't be who they should be, who they really are, because they're not they don't have money, they're not exposed to certain opportunities they're not exposed to you know doors that will allow them that and they they go into careers that are really not who they are just because okay better paying or that's the job that they're offered you know and this goes to a larger scale as a when you're born in a poor country like facts are you really divert a lot from who you are like I have a colleague he's from um, Indonesia and he's just working with us as a JPO a junior professional and these, these positions are people are for people from countries that donate to countries like us so they donate money and the donor conditions are oh we're going to bring some professionals to your country to work on projects that we have funded you know and they they go on to come here, and and she just decided to go to New York um, next month. That okay, I've had experience. <coughs> Excuse me, I've had experience in 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 an African country. Now I want to go to headquarters. I don't like it here anymore. And they can do that because their countries are rich. They fund projects. So I don't know. It just makes me think of things. in in a very, in a very different way lately and you get why the parenting part also came in because I'm about to share with you a list, (laughs) yes, this is the first time I'm sharing a list, no, I've shared a list before, but yes, there's some table list coming on, so I guess you should stay tuned, (laughs) but hi guys, I did not say hello. How are you? How are your raps coming up? By just Spotify, it's giving out the um, yearly raps. And I just got my podcast rap. And apparently, I'm the top podcast for six of you guys. Imagine that. Imagine my surprise when one of my friends sent me a screenshot of them being... I don't know why I'm still surprised that people listen. (laughs) Like, it actually... And this blogging makes me anxious that people actually listen, you know, could you, ah, this nonsense, but anyway, um, it is, it is good, like, it is good to, to know that people listen, even though it's nerve-wracking, and it also calls for some accountability, which I've really been struggling with, I'm sorry, I haven't been doing this consistently, but life be laughing, eh? so yes um the important thing is I, I i think i've said it before like i'm always going to come back like advertising with t is always going to be there so no matter how long it takes i am going to come back there's no question to that so yeah the rap is good like it's really good to see some progress like the sharings thank you so much guys the, it means a lot it means that i'm doing something. Um yes. So sometimes we really need that assurance. So thank you. And yeah, talking about celebrations, um I just celebrated my twenty-fifth birthday last Monday. Not this Monday. Like on the twentieth November. And it was oh, I was really amazing. Like well I feel like my age is finally like, catching up to me. I felt like a twenty five year old. I felt like a 27 year old for the longest for the past two years i've been feeling 27 so finally that that age is coming up but (laughs) but yeah it feels really good to grow up because i feel rebellious to feel the way i feel to talk about some things like the list that i'm about to share with you so um i feel like i'm I'm just talking, but I, I hope it all comes together and makes sense. But I can't restart. I can't restart this We do not do cuts here, so you guys will get whatever you get. As I was saying, I listen to Ampumile um, by a lot. For those of you who know, she is a YouTuber, a podcaster from South Africa. Uh, the founder and president of Wisdom and Wellness. Um, she's she's amazing. Like, you should check her out. She has two, epi, uh, two, two podcasts. One is um, Our Love Journey with the husband uh, Brendan Praise. The other one is Wisdom and Wellness. Yes, So, you can check her out, her videos on YouTube or her podcasts. So, Yes, I was listening to her and she was talking about building an armor of self-love around yourself. So as I am in this season of solitude, <laughs> of being alone in so many ways, um, I was just thinking of how I really need to develop that, that armor of self-love. I know I've loved myself, but then it is based on the love that I get... Like, I feed off of the love that I get from my family. Let me explain. So, I grew up um with a very, very good mother. Like, okay, mothers are good, but then my was the best. <laughs> May God rest her. So, my mother was really good. And my sister has been good as well. Like, my older sister took the place of my mother in my life. And she validated me from a very young age she believed everything i said she made me feel like i was the smartest person i was the most beautiful person i could do anything i wanted so i think i leaned more to that and i I surrounded myself the armor of love that i was wearing wasn't really mine it was that of my sister and my mother and i think growing up now that oh I am very far from them. It's like, now it's when I'm realizing that, oh my God, I need to develop one of my own, like a very solid foundation that I don't need to call them every time, like, or I don't need to access them for me to feel that. And I think that also opened me up to relying on people's love to you know validate me or something so yes so yes armor of love (laughs) so i made a list um the list is still going on because um, i want to reach up to like 25 things (laughs) because of 25 of age but then right now i have five things that i want to share with you that i wrote down of um things that i've learned about myself and that i've learned to love you know and um the more i read them out to myself and internalize them it's like okay it's making me um just love myself (laughs) so yes let's just get into it (laughs) so the first thing uh, but they're not in that order like it just happened that I was writing them as they came in my head so it's not like the first one is the most important one but yes the first one is that um, I want to be a great mom yep I think this is one thing that I'm I've learned about myself and I've learned to love and when I was talking about uh, me being being this age and having uh feeling liberated to say some of the things out loud this is one of them because i think i've always wanted to be a great mom i've liked <laughs> i've liked mom things and wanting to learn about parenting always i've always been passionate about parenting I, even though i don't particularly like children like that <laughs> but I I really want to be a good mom like raising raising someone that will grow up to be someone you know that whole thing has been a big thing for me and um, uh, me loving that means I have to now invest in that and I, I found myself thinking of the the, the finances thing uh, and just looking at money like that, that, okay, if I want to be a great mom, there's, of course, a lot of things that goes into it, but one thing is money. Like, how do I set up my career in a way that it will be flexible enough um, to to raise a family at the same time be comfortable you know myself and the kids and their father you know so i've been thinking about that a lot and yeah just embracing that part of myself and loving that because that then opens me up to thinking long term you know even to a point of who their father should be (laughs) Like, okay, we we all have this idea of what kind of husbands we want, what not. But but then when you're thinking of your kids, now you have to put into consideration what type of person they should be, you know. Not that I have a list or anything, but just saying. Um, and the second thing, on the same, it's like me thinking of this, like the mom part and... um. It just made me feel um that I I need to invest more in my prayer life. Like <laughs> well this goes without thing, but then I come up pay guys. And not only for yourself, but then to just build an armor around your family. Like that has been important to me because I know I grew up around very prayerful for women and i know most of the blessings that i have um they are definitely from those women because i know i haven't prayed hard enough for the magnitude of blessings i've received so that has also been something that is linked to that so finances and prayer are linked to me wanting to be a good mom and yeah me liking that about myself has been amazing uh, the other thing second thing um, has been um, realizing that I love my body and that I am beautiful. Uh, this has been has been something because I grew up uh, I grew up I grew up skinny. I remember fighting with my sister and then her saying that like because I was so skinny my bones were poking <laughs> guys <laughs> harsh but <laughs> yes and I remember thinking even though I was skinny I had really big legs like I had big legs and my foot was puffy no puffy my foot was big <laughs> I started wearing size 6 when I was in standard, I don't know, standard seven, eight. But then it was a really long time and people my age were not wearing size six. And I remember thinking, I can't wait to grow up so that my the rest of my body can match because with big legs and big foot and just skinny, I just wanted to grow up and grow fat. Like, not grow fat, but just grow bigger. To match the rest of my body, and when that happened, like years later, and in, in university the second year, I was so glad. Like I was so glad to not be skinny anymore. Now finally, my body looked in proportion, and then I realized that oh my god, being being big is like a problem. Like when you're fat, like when you're chubby, it's like a bad thing. But then for me, like. Deep inside, I've always been happy. Like, I've always liked my body. But then, me wanting to lose weight, like, these things were external influences. So, lately, I've been just embracing and liking that I have this body. Because, honestly, I really don't mind. Like, it does what it needs to do. I I can walk. Like, I can play basketball. Like, I'm, I'm alright. Even though I need to, like like just get in shape enough to not breathe like a duck when I've like run for 10 minutes one quarter but then yes I have just um, lately learned to just like that like my body like that and know that I'm really beautiful like I've always known it but then you know trying to take in standards that are so unrealistic so you know what to hell with all of it. I'm just embracing me and my body and everything right now. So that's number two. Number three is that um, I am learning to love that I am a good student and I am a sponge. <laughs> okay, I'm just reading the, what I wrote. I I was writing it to make sense so that I remember what i was thinking the time i was writing it so the sponge part comes in because you know how 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 a sponge does like it absorbs and then it when you squeeze it it also gives everything out immediately it's dry so i think of myself being a god student uh in that way that um i really i really sit down and learn like i learn from everything and i really like that about myself like it can be the slightest thing i think of it deeply and try to dwell on it and see what i'm learning from it and i think it has taken me oh, so far in life and i like that about myself and this also allows me like as, as much as i take everything in and internalize it and try to process it at the same time i want to let it out hence this podcast i, I just feel like I need to, to have an outlet, just let it out. I, I want to, I want to eventually teach, like, at some, a certain point in my life, I want to teach because I like just squeezing everything out like that. And one thing that my pastor said that really resonated with me is that uh, the grave is the most, the richest place because people die with visions, people die with things that they wish they did. So this, he said that it's good to die empty. So, like, every time I think of that, it makes me, like, it frustrates me that you would die with something you'd have given out easily. Like, I know there's so many platforms where you can just do this, like, you can... So why not, you know? Just squeeze it all out. And I think I really like that about myself. And the fourth thing is that I am not... A, oh, I can't say this name. So I like that I'm not... I'll just say Alex. I like that I'm not an Alex. So here's the story. Uh, before I got my current job, my but then yes, my current contract, oh, there were five of us who were up for the position. And I remember looking up to this guy. It was really good, like... He was really good technically at what we were all doing so we we're all intense he was in my opinion the best of us but um but then I got chosen like I got to stay and then the rest didn't and I think I didn't feel deserving so for the past year before last year for the most part of last year I was trying to be an Alex I was trying to be him because I knew he was really good at the job. And he was really good at the job in a way. How can I say? He was technically good at the job. Like, yes, he was good at the job, technically. But I've learned that I am not there yet. Like, the things he was able to do, what, what. I'm not there yet. But then there's a reason why they chose me. And I've, I've learned to love that part of me. So... The, the part of me that I'm really, well, a job has, oh my God, now this, I don't know how to say this, but a job has so many parts to it. this, this Okay, my job has so many parts to it. Just to give you context, I am an emergency information management associate. So emergency information management associate, there's an information management part, like the making of dashboards, the making of um, maps uh, and infographics. So the Alex was really good at the infographic, like making things visually appealing. So I I feel like at the stage that I am, I'm not at his level. Like I'm not really, really good, but I'm, I'm good, I'm all right. But then working with emergency in the this, in this section that I do, it is a coordination. It needs a leadership. It's a leadership section. So I thrive in it because I am a leader of some sort. Yes, um, I, I feel like I'm a very good leader. <laughs> so I think they saw that. And this is what one of my mentors told me that, okay, and he works with us. He was like, he was also my FI. He said that when they came to me and asked, Um, if you were good for the job. I said yes, not because you are the best at at doing dashboards. We all knew Tony was good, but then this role in this section required a leader, someone who could take on some of the things that maybe the other guy couldn't. So, we chose you for this. And that made me realize that, oh my God, why was I trying to be a Tony when I can just be a chipo? So, Yeah, I just learned to embrace that part of me, that part of the job that I know I'm damn well good at and why I was chosen. And while I work on my technical skills, you know, how I can make my dashboard better, how I can make my visuals better, you know. So yeah, I really, I really like that. I hope that makes sense. But yes, so the final one, and this one should have been the first, but... I have learned to accept and love that. I love Jesus. Guys, I love, I love Jesus. And I think for the longest time, I've been afraid to, to really, well, I've been questioned, like, all my life. But then, the love for Jesus is something else. <laughs> the love for Jesus is something else. And lately, I've just been rebelated to just... Uh, love this part about myself and love him honestly and openly because I think before I was so wrapped up in I was so in my head about it there was a way I saw people love Jesus and I thought I wouldn't I wasn't that person like there was a certain certain way I had to be like also I was afraid of what he was going to do to me if I accepted him like that, like a lover like that, you know? But of course, he does change a lot about you when you get... when the relationship starts getting serious. Um, And that's fine. But then the exciting part is that the more you love him, the more he exposes more things about you. And it's actually... You get to know you better when you love him. And these are the things you only get to know when you... Love him, love him. So um, I think it's really been amazing. Um, I really, I, re- I really can go very deep into it because it's it's fresh, it's it's new. It's not like we're there yet. Not like anyone is ever there. But then it's just something that I'm really glad I'm at this place, and I really like this part of my life. Like, yay, honey! Now I can. Been an open relationship with this guy, you know? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. It's amazing what he can do to one's life. Like, yeah. Like, being Christian is one thing, but then when you just start pursuing, like, a serious relationship with him and just him being the only man in your life, because right now he is, (laughs) it's really good. It's really good. And... I'm saying this with a green on my first because it is that good. So, yeah, guys, these are the five things I've learned to love about myself in these 25 years. So, the list will go on. I still want to write more. The more I learn about myself and everything around me. But it's really good. It's really good to build an armor of love. Around yourself, as I said, area, because it really does something. You know, it does something to you. It makes you. It makes you feel content, and yeah, it's amazing. God is amazing. (laughs) Okay, guys. Um. So I'm recording this on my bed, and I just laid down and got a wave of sleepy so it's my cue to go this was really good I feel like I've rambled more than usual today so many things but it had to come out thank you for listening this far and um, thank you for your continued support Uh, see you next time Um, God bless